Welcome back to Inside the Green Room with Danny Green. I'm yes, Harrison sir. Sanford. Yeah. You know who's in the building with us, Danny? You see your guy? The, the one and only, the legend. <laughs> I'm <Jeff> here. Dudley. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. It's going to be a good show. Oh, man. Yeah, fresh cut and everything. I had to. Y'all called me at midnight. <laughs> Y'all gonna put me bro. on spectrum looking crazy. That's one thing that's not happening. I got the same call. I wasn't <laughs> fortunate enough to get a cut. So... Yeah, I got to wear the hat. We thank you oh, for right. toughing it out. Well, right. yeah, speaking of the hat, though, before we get to the question for Jared. Mm -hmm. Jared, you know what somebody told us the other day? They said, if Danny could play basketball wearing his hat backwards, he would. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, should Ron could wear a do-rag playing. He, he'd probably wear his do-rag. Danny has a very unique way of wearing his hat, how it just subtly touches the fro. <laughs> and his fro gets bigger and bigger even by the month. <laughs> the hat gets higher and higher. But, hey, it fits him. Yeah. It fits it's, him. it's different, man. I said... For a haircut. Yes. When when it was lower the hat, now it's higher, so I can only wear it a certain way for it. You always got it at a perfect tilt, too. <laughs> I mean, you know New Yorkers, man, you know how to wear a hat. Yeah. We used to wear them crazy back in the day. Yeah. They weren't even on half the time. They were just near us. Yeah, there you go. Well, wait, hold on. How many hats? You you must own at least three hundred. I used hats. to have a lot. I used to have a lot. I had I downsized as I got older over downsized. the years. I got rid of a lot of them. And each year I clean out the closet, not just clothes, but hats too. And try to limit to as many as I have. How many did you over have? Over the years, it was fitteds, then it was snapbacks, then it became dad hats, and then it was a mix of all. I got rid of all the fitteds kind of thing, did snapbacks and dad hats. Not many more snaps, mostly dad hats. How many um, do you have? If I had to <laughs> guess, <laughs> if I had to guess, I would say, hmm, forty. No way. I've yeah. seen more than four. Okay, I'm not, we're not doing this. 40 to, 40 to 50? No 40 to way. 50, we'll say that. <laughs> Lies. Okay. You've, you've definitely seen him. I've seen him with a lot of dad hats. I mean, but you, it, with him, you just don't know. I mean, he, he says he gives them away. He says, you know, he clears them out. So I'd say most athletes, we go through about 100, 150 when it comes to shoes, and then you restock, you throw away, you give away, and so you never can really have a right number. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Every go. picture Danny's ever taken it. I stay consistent. Well, so sure. hats. I for stay sure. consistent though. I usually wear a Puma hat now. I stick to my Puma hats, or inside the green room hat. Yep. Or a couple get random your merch, get your merch. cartoon hats that I have. Speaking, Speaking of cartoons, um, we learned some interesting. I learned some interesting news about you. I always learn about my teammates as we bring them on the set. Growing up um, in San Diego. I heard you never watched cartoons as a, as a child, as a kid. I was never a fan of cartoons, always into sports. You can ask my mom, who's obviously raised me and my brother growing up. It's when I was in the morning time, was baseball, football, basketball. Um, now, have I ever watched cartoons? Yes, but I wasn't that kid that, hey, mom, put the cartoons on. Okay. Put Ninja Turtles or Scooby-Doo is more a sports, and so that's why I played all sports growing up. Okay. And, uh my son's like that now. My son doesn't even watch cartoons. So now. no Cartoon Network in the house. No Cartoon Network in the house. Wow. wow. That's interesting, man. It is interesting. I mean, I would say kind of the same. I watched cartoons. I know you did. Very short stint, though. Like a short stint, because mostly it was sports. Mm -hmm. And my dad was a big movie buff. So we watched, I watched a lot of movies I wasn't supposed to watch at an early age. And, <laughs> you know, I learned to, I learned a lot about life and real fast <laughs> in the household I mean, because I also, of the movies. I also have an older brother, seven and a half years older. Okay. Growing okay. up, you got one TV. Oh, yeah. Okay. You ain't so, getting yeah. too many girls. So he ain't watching Scooby-Doo when <laughs> yeah. he's 12 and I'm six. Yeah, that makes like sense. That, you know? Okay, that, that was starting to come full circle now. Uh, okay. Speaking of growing up in San Diego, yes. I have to assume mm -hmm. that you were a Lakers fan and a Chargers fan. Mom was a huge Lakers fan. My dad's from Wilmington, where Jordan's from. Huge Bulls fan. So at that time, let's be honest, you're going to go with your dad. 
<laughs> Michael Jordan at that time. Obviously, like my mom loved the Lakers. She still today wants to meet James Worthy. So hopefully, hopefully I can hook that up oh, for yeah, you. Yeah, he works yeah. in this he studio. Works, he works here. We can, yeah. you know. Um, but no, I mean, so for San Diego, Chargers fan. I definitely watch Padres. Um, Chargers have now gone to L.A. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah. But no, huge fan. Sorry to cut you. Yeah. Are you, what are you doing over there, Danny? I'm trying to drink some water. Oh. But, yeah, we don't. They don't sponsor us. <laughs> Can't keep them on here, you know? Come on, man. You know? They're not paying for a sponsorship. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, back to regularly scheduled programming. Yes. So, okay, so gotta now. Be, gotta be conscious of that now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, shout out to uh, KL2. Yeah, big dog. I actually yeah. just saw him, too, in Cabo. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't get to see any of my teammates. It was crazy. We set up this whole... All-star break Cabo trip, and then everybody kind of did their own thing. We figured at some point we'd connect mm. um, just to link, but I never got to, We were there. So I, mind you, I lost a day. Um, I know. Passport issues. I told you. You lost your passport. You didn't I didn't lose passport. my passport. I just didn't pack accordingly. Um, but, yeah, I saw KL, too. He's uh, staying at the... The Cabo the, Lakers. Yeah. 70% of the team of Cabo yeah. was in Cabo this past weekend. We want. I do want to talk yeah. about where else you went for uh, vacation as well, mm -hmm. but real quick. Yeah. So are you still a Chargers fan? I am not a Chargers fan. Okay. And it hurts you me. Never, were you a Chargers fan in San Diego? Yes, I was. But then once they moved to L.A. Now, I know I'm a Laker fan. The thing about San Diego is San Diego has a little little brother, big brother rivalry with L.A. It happens to me when I was growing up trying to get a scholarship. The L.A. kids got more notoriety, as they should. I mean, obviously, L.A. is more known for sports. But, I mean, when I was growing up with L.A. Raiders, playing against the San Diego Chargers. Now you're going to be the L.A. Chargers was Carson. L.A. doesn't even want you. Ice Cube don't even want the Lakers. You heard? I mean, not the Lakers. They want the Chargers. I mean, for me, uh, that owner, you could tell he wanted to get out of there. If it would have been the Vegas, I would have been there. Vegas Chargers mm. just because something different. But L.A. is like San Diego we've been battling for years, and now we're going to join and be the little stepbrother. No, nah, it's like the Clippers. It's like the stepbrothers. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, nah, there you go. We are yes. going to talk about the Clippers. Oh, we are going to talk about the Clippers as well. Save oh. that. Save that. Before we go there, though, Danny, I know we've enjoyed our two years of podcasting and yes. your entry into year the media. Yes. Yeah. Year and a half? Yeah, no, two, it's like two years, bro. No, we started summer a uh, year. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it's still not summer yet. So, we're about six months from summer. There you go. Year and a half. Year Good year call. Okay. You got that. You got that. <laughs> um, but Mr. Dudley over here yes. got his start in media very early. Very early. In his, tell, man. Uh, I didn't know this. Oh, no. He, yeah, and he's, he's been very good. Okay. And I want to give you a snippet, a quick snippet okay. of how he got started back when he was in Phoenix. Let me see this. Let me see if I've improved. What's good? It's your boy, Jared <laughs> Dudley here, JMZ, a.k.a. JSPN. The topic of the day is the power balance bracelet. Zoom in here. Right now, it's the hottest thing the new athletes is wearing. You can see Derrick Rose in the playoffs. Actually, he's now gone fishing, so you won't see Derrick Rose. <laughs> so, Kurt, did I hear JSPN? Was that the name? You can't do ESPN. People try to sue you nowadays. <laughs> yeah. rights. And I was using that is when I first did, when it was cold pizza first take to get on these different shows. And at that time, we had Steve and Shaq. And really, Shaq was putting me on to, you know, getting your brand out there. He's the one who put me on to Twitter when he was tweeting during halftime during the game. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh. But those power bracelets Steve wore, fast forward or, or rewind, I think they got sued for how false it was. So I just gave them some free publicity. <laughs> wow. Yes, they got sued and they banned all NBA players from wearing it. I, I remember yeah. those bands. I don't remember them being sued. It's crazy. Yeah. But I do remember at that point, though, how big those things were, those bands were. Huge. And everybody thought it was like, oh, it balances you out. Yep. 
It's going to make you, you know, perform at a high level. Unbelievable. Lies. Speaking <laughs> of Twitter, Twitter. Shaq, Shaq got you onto Twitter. Shaq got me on the Twitter. How come nobody got you on the Instagram? You know what? It's just I was late in that wave. I was late, too. I was late in that wave and then getting your followers. I mean, if I would have been on the Lakers 10 years ago, I'd have 5 million followers <laughs> yeah. where Laker yep. Nation is. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Laker Nation. Yeah. Um, but, no, you know what? I, it's something that I just feel like, for me, life after basketball, if it's coaching, GM, mm-hmm. working in the media, to be able to connect with fans, connect with if I wanted to go on hotels, vacations, any I can get to that person through Twitter, through one tweet, getting into it. And Instagram is more of a branding, and maybe I missed out on that, but Twitter still, I'm still going strong there. Coming over <laughs> to the dark side. Come on, dark side. I don't think it's never too late, man. It's never too late. <laughs> that I, I was forced on by a teammate um, in San Antonio, Doron right. Blair, actually. He's like, no, nah, we got to make you an account, bro. Like, you got to get on that. Get on. And then I was like, I wasn't big. Even Twitter, same thing. Right. I kind of a, a friend of mine. I was like, I wasn't big on it. But once I got on, I was like, all right, I see. I understand. I see. Keeps me connected. But For Twitter, sure. I still use Twitter very much so to keep my updates. News. Right. I get most of my news and stuff. I still get updates from Instagram, but Twitter, I think, gets everything right. kind of mm-hmm. first. So. Speaking of old fads, Danny. Yes. You remember there was a popular show on MTV. Mm-hmm where you get to check out somebody's, uh, how they live. Cribs. Yes. MTV so Cribs. Mr. Dudley also did that as well back in his day. Did he? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm well-rounded. We have another clip for you. Here we wow. go. <laughs> it's Flashback Friday. We are live. <laughs> Twitter Cribs with Channing Fry. I told you, when you mess with JMZ, Twitter Cribs, you get the exclusive coverage. Let's go check it out. Fans were loving this. <laughs> Little Tuscan. JMZ. This is the exclusive JMZ. coverage with JMZ. I was going JMZ. through his cribs. <laughs> Robin Lopez, who's now in the Milwaukee Bucks, had a Disney theme house. You'd go into his guest room, which when most people would be a guest room, he had the Disney little action figure. You ever seen the movie 40-year-old virgin? Yeah. <laughs> the 25-year-old virgin. That's how it was. Yeah, you know? He had these little action figures over there. He had the, the comic books where most athletes had shoes, a thousand shoes. He had comic books that were sealed. And I, 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 all I was thinking it was just like, man, like, if I was six years old, I would love this crib. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it's fascinating. Even now, if you fast forward to now, him and his brother own a house next to Disney World. There's like 20 homes in this gated community. They're one of the 20, and they go to Disney World. So he, he's going strong over there. Crazy. What type of phone were you using for those, for those, for those JSPN it, cribs editions? I don't even think it was the iPhone, because the iPhone was only up to, what, we were at seven now? I'm trying to think, so back then, that was year three. That was like 10 years ago. I was just really, my was regular. Black, Blackberry? Yeah. I don't, it wasn't a Blackberry. It wasn't a Blackberry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, sidekick? Regular, maybe. Nextel. Not sidekick. <laughs> Nextel. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That, that was college. Nah, nah. But it's a regular one that had camera, but uh, fans were on that. It's like right now, you know, fans are going to love this right here, you know, behind the scenes with what the Lakers are and what, especially me and him, we don't care. We'll tell you everything. There you go. Pretty much, man. (laughs) As I'm seeing the footage and I've seen your growth, I think Instagram is for you. Yes. I think we can get, we can get them on, especially that now you're a Laker. Now you'll get, you'll get a ton of fans quickly. For sure. (laughs) And no videos like that. Dwight does some here and there. Um, Bron does some, of course he does Taco Tuesday. Um, But your energy, man, unmatched, bro. I think the, the stuff you can bring to the table for Instagram and for our team, I think we need it. I think the fans need it. They're probably gonna start a petition now petition to, get you, for me. to get you on uh, Instagram. And then before, and then he, and the, on top of the cribs, mm-hmm. on top of the little GSPN, he had a little stint. You remember going to Impact Basketball and interviewing <coughs> in a Vegas. bunch of guys in Vegas? This was lockout year. Yep. Uh, remember this? Look. Oh, Look. wow. <laughs> 
Young Jared right there. Wow. Here. Getting, getting your reps up. I could appre- As a media type, I could appreciate you getting your reps in. Look at that. I've been in the game a long time. Look at my, <laughs> look at my hair. Look at my waves. Come you're on, the, man. Thick hair back then, Come bro. <laughs> He's growing it out. Look at <laughs> And this was what big for us. This is when players really came together in the summertime. LeBron was going, playing these little charity games. Impact was doing these leagues. We were trying to stay in shape, trying to go. Um, <laughs> and to interview Steph and guys come through, man, that was big time. Wow. I've been in the game for a while now. I miss all this, yeah. man. Jared be getting his reps in. Come on, man. Yeah. Gotta salute it. Gotta salute it for real. So when you're, done, when you're done, all said and done, this is something... You know what I thought early on in the career would be? I just, I'm looking at these head coaches and these GMs and saying, why can't I do that? Mm. I done played with Shaq, Steve, LeBron, now the young generation, Bradley Beal, Giannis, Devin Booker. And so I just feel like when it comes to being a head coach for one of relationships, knowing what the player is, knowing rest, knowing how to communicate with your stars, being a GM, knowing when to make a trade, when chemistry, and that's why we'll get in later. I'm glad the Lakers didn't make any trades, didn't do anything, because you can't simulate chemistry. And our chemistry is, in my 13 years, if not the best, my other team that was similar was the Phoenix Suns 2010, and we lost in the Western Conference Finals to the Lakers. So it's hard to beat that. I just plugged you guys in. I just gave you a little Well, see, this is how you know you're a media type because on our little rundowns here, (laughs) we did want to talk about 2010. For sure. Dan, you remember watching that, right? You were in the league by then. 2010? 2010, yes, but I was kind of in and out. Yeah, if that makes sense. Was you were Cleveland back then? I drafted in 09. My rookie year was 09, 010. Oh, so yeah, that's the year that LeBron left left Cleveland? Yes, the decision happened that summer. Gotcha. We beat the Spurs, swept them. 4-0, 4-0, and that's when I thought, finally, Steve Nash was crying in the locker room. We finally <laughs> got past the hurdle. Popovich, I mean, great coach he has came in congratulating him for finally getting over the hurdle. I thought the Spurs were done. It, they were talking about how old they were 10 years ago. That was 10 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> wow. And then they made the Kawhi trade for George Hill and look at him. And I know now they took a step back, but even then, they won championships since then. And you could have never told me that 2010, we swept them second round to go to the Western Conference Finals. Man, it, it's amazing. So that Western Conference Finals, you yes. beat the Spurs now. So now you, I'm assuming you're on a high. Super high. And unfortunately, Jared, there is a clip that we have to relive. And I would love your vantage point on it. Okay, let me see this. Back in Staples Center, you give us the play-by-play. The play-by-play is we know the ball. Everyone in the world knows it's going to Kobe. <laughs> I'm in the game defensively. We are going to double him off the inbound. And we just think it's really only one shot. He catches it, shoots a fadeaway. Shoots the air ball, and Ron Artest, God bless Ron Artest. <laughs> he catches an air ball and throws it up for a bank shot. Who's even thinking Kobe's going to air ball? No one's thinking Kobe's going to air ball. I'm looking at the rim to see where it's going to bounce off because you can tell by the trajectory. And I see, I can't even tell it's going to be air ball. You can't, you're not even thinking, and he got it. Um, that's the series that I thought we had a chance because if you win that game, he misses that shot. You, we go up 3-2 back home. We were, we were beating them by, like, 15 points at home, blowing them out, and it was basically size versus speed. We, I mean, we were shooting tons of threes, and at that time, we were kind of – that's how the game is played now. But, I mean, I, I wasn't a Laker fan then, but I'm glad I'm with them now. Wow, man, that's tough. Yes. That that's was a tough one. I remember that. And so I remember watching Ron and Lamar, both of them, New York guys growing up. Um, they played for my AU team, so. Kobe was unreal that series. I mean, let's just be honest. To me, at that time, Kobe was the best player in the world. 
He was hitting shots that were unbelievable. We were doubling, tripling him. He's smacking our coach, Alvin Gentry, in the butt, running down. <laughs> He's doing that. We, we couldn't stop him. We tried to play zone back then. They weren't even playing zone. We were the first team trying to play zone. He was just shooting threes from other. And this is back then where if I watched, I replayed the games. We were fouling him. Bodying him, they didn't call it. Now <laughs> he would have shot a hundred free throws. You think Harden? Yeah. And so I'm looking at Kobe. He might have averaged 39 at that series. He would have averaged 50 because literally they were fouling us. We found, and that's when basketball I feel was at its purest. Like, listen, you got to play through contact. When you were five on five, when when fans you go to Venice Park and you're playing, you're not flopping and getting the head, <laughs> going and shooting at the free yeah. throw line. I, that's why I feel like the game has changed. I'm not going to say for the worse, but I feel like it's a better flow. When the, when the, when the, yeah, people, you're going to get fouled. It's a mm -hmm. basketball game. Uh, the sure. game has definitely changed yes. to honor the offense. Um, you're pretty much not allowed to play defense. Not, I'm going to say not allowed, but it's very hard to play defense. You can't really touch anybody anymore. You can't get physical. Um, but guys are smarter. They're getting smarter with learning how to use their body, and that's definitely a skill uh, that James does. Harden, he, he is a skill, but it is tough. To, to play that way. It's tough to guard and it's tough to watch for some people. Uh, old school players, old school people like to watch, you know, good, hard, old school basketball yep. where they can get, <laughs> you know, there's a clothesline here and there and they're not ejecting people. A little touch for, up. I've seen people get ejected for some of the craziest things these years, man. It's unbelievable. Me? Uh, <laughs> well, my ejection. Oh, little, oh, oh we're going to talk about your We got some time. Come we got time for you. Okay. Okay. But obviously, you mentioned Kobe Bryant. Yes. Um, and the memorial is going to happen uh, not too short here, a week from now when we're, tape, when we're taping this. So a little shorter than a week, actually. Mm -hmm. Have you guys, is there a team, official team plan to attend the memorial? How have you guys navigated what's going to happen on that they Monday? They haven't really discussed yeah. it in detail, that, yeah. obviously. But I would say this is I know it's Monday. I expect us, we have a game Friday, Sunday. I expect there to be no practice or a short practice for guys to be able to chance to attend. It's, I mean, come on, it's Kobe, it's our thing. Team, my shirt I got on here. Mm -hmm. This is the Warriors. We played at Golden State, the shirt they gave up there for his daughter, and obviously his two numbers and his little um, symbol in the back. But no, I think that they'll, they'll let people attend who wants to be able to attend. Some might be too tough. Some mm -hmm. might, it, it'll help the morning. But man, like, if you would have been on that plane when we first found out, uh, me having daughters, to be a loser. Uh, I was just overseas um, for basically the Caribbean, and this impacted the world. It wasn't just lost the Lakers. I mean, Kobe was an icon of what he was. People don't understand how he fought homeless in L.A. There's a lot of stuff that Kobe did that was beyond basketball. Him being a coach, obviously him winning the awards after done playing. I mean, for me to be able to compete versus him, I, there's interviews that you could look back on. He was the hardest person to guard. And that's probably one of his least best feats that he's had throughout his career, man. So it's definitely tough. And I think that memorial will help people start the process of mourning his death. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, and people keep asking me, everybody's like, yo, how do I get tickets? How do I go? And I'm like, we haven't really gotten many details about it. And I think, um, that's purposely, so they wanted, don't want us to be too distracted by it, right. worried about it. Um, but I think we're able to go with our plus one. Um, I think it's Monday. I think that's pretty much the only details that we've gotten so far. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I said, uh, I think that's kind of where it starts the healing, uh, not just for the team, the organization, or in the city, but the world, to be able to, because everybody in the world wants to be there at that yep. memorial. For sure. You know, so, We've gotten, uh, we've actually gotten some pretty good comments, Danny and Jared, mm -hmm. in regards to that Kobe Bryant tribute episode we did. We, we did. Um, we, we released it not too long ago, but you know, there's one thing I've said to people who've said that we did a good job with the show. Mm -hmm. Kobe made it so easy. For sure. <laughs> to, to relive his life and relive his work. So um, 
Hope you guys go back and watch that if you have a chance. Yes. Phil and Quinn did a great job. Yeah, they were did great. Yeah, they were great. And obviously, I want to talk about how he was honored at All-Star mm -hmm. uh, Weekend as well. But before we do that, you mentioned you were in the Caribbean. Yes. So you posted a video on your Twitter. Okay. <laughs> another, we're gonna roll another video. I would love for you to give me. Videos here, man. Yeah, we do. Come on, man. We're, we're on TV now, Danny. We could roll some it's videos. Not the Jerry room. Come on, man. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's go, Lakers! Imagine that at a bachelor party. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting down eating. Kate Hudson is to my left eating. And literally, when I walk in, this is Laker Nation. This is Laker Nation. At, I, 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 I'm, I'm not even saying this because I'm a Laker. It's the one of the most powerful brands in sports. Yankees, Cowboys, there's fans everywhere. Um, and I don't even think, some, some of them were from L.A., some of them weren't from L.A., and they were loud and... They were bugging me throughout the whole weekend. I saw them throw out there, but it was all love. I, I, I sent them a 25 shots and <laughs> helped them going on. But no, man, it's definitely love. That's amazing, man. That is a good way to start to have an all-star. It is a good way vacation. to start the trip, yes. man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for them, yes. Danny, do you remember how you started the trip? We have a photo from it. I did. Um, I not, this is purposely. Mm -hmm. The trip started off pretty good. Then midway through, kind of got de deterred a little bit. But uh, Give me the starting point. Went to Indiana. Yes. Went to Bloomington, Indiana. <clears throat> to watch my younger brother play. He's a senior this year. Um, and I, I went to go see him, I think, early. It may have been his sophomore year. You're with OG, too, right? Yeah, OG. <laughs> I talked to OG a week prior. And he was like, yeah, what you? and I told him, I said, I'm going to Bloom. He said, when are you going? And I said, the 13th, I'll be there. They play Iowa. He goes, all right, I'm going to come through. And, you know, I never take OG this serious. So I don't know <laughs> for sure if he's really going to show up. Uh, but he was there. A couple of his other teammates were there. Got a chance to kick it with him, hang out, watch Devontae play. He played really well, too. Um, he shot shot lights out, and uh, they got a big win. We got to talk about that OG. Was that not the funniest clip between <laughs> him and Serge? He said, I put you I on. <laughs> what, did he what did he say? He said, Valentino. Uh, what, about what, <laughs> what about Scarves? What about Scarves? What about Scarves? What about Scarves? That's, that's OG, what? though. Is it him? That's o yo. I, I couldn't tell if he was serious no. or joking. We'll have him on the show, and you'll get to see his personality. <laughs> yeah. He's he's, he's, quiet. he's unique. He's I quiet. On. I put you on. The character, yo. <laughs> He's definitely unique. And the glasses that he wears, those are prescription. But every time I see him, I'm like, dude, you know you're not blind. Come like, on. Those are not prescriptions. Like, we, we talked about this. These are prescriptions. Yes. I'm like, all right, man. But, Jared, uh, Jared I know you want to get into, um, as you said now, coach, you're thinking more about coaching. For sure. But as a media type, or even as a coach, I guess mm -hmm. you can analyze because how many points did your brother have? Uh, I think he ended up with 27. 27. Mm. So my uncle was there. Well, we my got, some, we got video on that as well. Oh, you got the video? Yeah, Plus, Jared, give us a scout of the What we got here? Let me, let me break his game down. Shooter. <laughs> Great shooter. <laughs> it may run to the family, right? <laughs> Come on. Let me see where he run down. One dribble pull up. Okay. See, DG don't really got that. That ain't really DG style. He, he pump face, let him fly by. He off the pick and roll. All right, hold on, let me see. Second side. Oh, now he's he feeling it. He's going on. Oh, he's feeling it. <laughs> family in town. Oh! <laughs> It was just, obviously, senior night's coming up here soon. Hold on. Oh, off the dribble. Oh, man, three ball. I mean, I gotta make him, we got to make him go to the basket. I ain't seen him get inside the paint yet. Nah, that's big time. Nice. You'll be able to do that for your brother. You know, obviously, your brother he, in the NBA. He, 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 did he choose that over Carolina, or did Carolina not recruit him? We got uh, Carolina wasn't a big recruit. Come on. Carolina. Yeah. They were, but, you uh, see they struggling. Come on, man. You see they struggling this year. But uh, he played very well. He got hot early, and he hit some, some step backs. He hit, and those are just a few, few clips. He mm -hmm. hit seven threes. I think they only shot wow. four. Mm -hmm. 
But he had a couple. I'm like, okay, he's he's definitely feeling it. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, he's he came in confident. He came in aggressive. And um, his team really needs him. They had a big win in Iowa. They had a big man in Iowa. It was killing him though. He killing him. Forty and ten. <laughs> well, we got to stop this kid. <laughs> uh, he he was a seven foot. You can't teach seven foot. But he was skilled, fundamental, could shoot her from three. Mm. Um, but uh, he reminded me. You ever see the old school Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like the original one? No. You know, there's a basketball, there's a basketball player. The he's, got the, he's got the eyebrows, uh -huh. his thick eyebrows. He looks just like looks that just dude. Like him. Hooping. But he was killing them, man. And uh, but Devontae played well, and they, they scored. He scored pretty well. Um, I said so my dad was there to see it. It was a family. They usually bring my whole family. My brother, my other brother Rashad is from. He lives in LA. He wasn't able to make it. But my dad, my uncle, uh, Sabaker, my dad's close friend, my girlfriend, we all went up there. And we usually try to bring all the, the greens out, but we couldn't this time around. So hopefully senior night, the rest of them can make it because I probably won't be making it. But big shout out to Devontae. Had a hell of a game and hopefully a hell of a rest of the season and senior night, man. Wish you the best. I uh, wish I could be there, but I won't be able to attend. So um, no, a lot of fun in Indiana, Bloomington. No, for sure. No, that's that's a great experience. What else was a great experience? I was in Chicago while you guys, for the most part, in warm temperatures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All-star game. The guys played hard. It Which was, was great. It was great to see. It was. And, it, and they had the Elam ending with the target score, the target score. Uh, time was There was no time on the clock. Just get to the score first. And you guys, I'm sure you guys watched. What was your impression of that Elam ending? And would you like to see it implemented? I'm sure it won't go to the NBA regular season games first, but maybe in the G League and things of that nature, Summer League. I really believe that people wanted to honor Kobe. You saw Chris Paul talk about it, of competing. I think Giannis and some of these new players are trying to go at some of these old veteran stars and kind of make their name for it. So they're adding a new, hey, let's let's attack, let's play hard, Embiid. Um, I, you saw LeBron try to end it with that deep three. You knew that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was excitement. I mean, the traditionalists of how, no, like, we're in a different, we're in a different wave, a different age of, hey, we have to bring excitement. So a lot of stuff on TV, YouTube, TikTok, <laughs> everybody doing a lot, hundred different things. And I think that we have to do that. That's why I think next year, the in-game season tournament that players want, we need to be the, the stars to play against the stars and more stuff like that. But I loved it. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of, you know, playing, you, you know, LeBron and Giannis picking their teams. I love seeing that. I want to know who gets picked last. Is he going to be pissed? <laughs> who picked first? And I, I think it's great for TV. Dan, you want to play with the Elam ending? Um, I think it's great for all-star games. Yes. Um, I don't know about any other games. Summer League? Um, maybe Summer League. Um, maybe some type of G League whatever, maybe in the tournaments. You know, they're talking about implementing different tournaments yeah. throughout the year. That could be a possibility. Um, so I, I, I haven't watched the All-Star game since I was a kid, though. And luckily, thankfully, I was eating, I was in Cabo, I was eating dinner with a, a good friend, Marvin Williams, I can't call him a teammate. Oh, why, yeah. But well, Carolina why, everybody was there. I well, said, I could why see. didn't you bring Marvin over to... That's what Lakers wanted. Lakers fans wanted. I, look, I, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't get a chance off. to. I didn't know the whole process happened fast. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll talk about the buyout stuff. <laughs> but later. I got a chance to talk to him then and see how the situation was going on with Charlotte, because you know JB James Borrego was a guy with me in San Antonio. He was his coach. He loved. He loved JB. He loved this. Just how things worked out for him. How things situated. What teams came into play. Um, but he had the game on because he's supporting Kemba. He's watching Kemba Walker. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're tight. Right. And uh, his daughter knows Kemba like his kids. And I got a chance to actually meet his new daughter. Um, and he told me, asked me about the whole Kobe situation. He said his household was in, in uh, a bad place during that time. Like they mm -hmm. were kind of messed up, um, especially because he has two daughters now. 
Um, but uh, we watched the game, and I'm thank I'm glad he made me watch it because it was it was good to watch. It was entertaining, and we stayed <laughs> at his house longer to finish watching the game. That's how good it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was entertaining. It was exciting. And guys were getting after. It. And Giannis is the type of guy he's gonna get For after sure. regardless. Every, he just plays hard and, and serious all the time. He don't care about getting dunked <clears> on. Not at all. Yeah, he, he don't worry about getting dunked on. He's in a block shot. Yep. But it was good to see all those guys get out, you know, get after it, get after each other out there and actually, you know, play for something. And, and good cause, charity. To all, you know, the money that goes to charity was great. Uh, to see them honor Kobe the, the, the right way um, and see guys compete in, in a good, healthy, nobody get hurt type of way. Mm -hmm. uh, have fun. And, you know, it, it was all fun and games and, and guys make good plays. Uh, um, so I'm glad I watched it this year, yep. and I, I like the format to be implemented in other things, but I don't know about our game. It was all fine and well Sunday night. Saturday night, though, I'm not too sure. <coughs> I'm not too sure, Danny. What, what, what happened Saturday? I didn't get to watch Saturday night. I said I was traveling most of the day Saturday. Did you watch the same dunk competition? I watched it. The, which, the dunk competition? Aaron Gordon. Yeah, Aaron I heard. Gordon. I saw the highlights. I saw the highlights. I didn't get a chance to watch yeah, it live. I mean, for one... Aaron Gordon, I think, started with four fifties. Okay. Yep. So he had five straight fifties. Yeah, yeah. Five straight. So he had four. And I mean, he's had two of the top five or six best dunks in NBA history. Yeah. And so the DJ, <laughs> DJ, who I was a teammate of mine, had him in uh, in Phoenix with me. I mean, he did some incredible dunks. It was just the same dunk three different ways. And yeah. so you, you hate to see it. Let's just be honest. There's no way, and I love D-Wade, there's no way D-Wade can be a judge in Chicago with his ex-teammate being in a dunk competition. You have that. I'll say it. Listen, hey. And so, so that was a deciding factor. That was a deciding factor when they all thought it should be a tie, and he switches the score at the end. And so, hey, I, and, and I ain't gonna lie, I probably would do it for my teammate too. So yeah. I get it. I'm not mad at him from a teammate. I'm mad at it for... We're now having now someone like Aaron Gordon, who probably would never be in a dunk contest. And we need that dunk contest, which this was one of the best ones since the Zach Levine and him. Mm -hmm. And he's been involved in both of them. Mm -hmm. And arguably could have been robbed. I'm giving it to him just because it was 50-50 and the Zach Levine, we got to give it to him now. Yep. Yep. So the, the league put D-Wade in a bad position. Put him in a bad position. Yeah, yeah he did right by his teammate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Some very good dunks, though. I did see the highlights. Yes. Some very Fire. good dunks. Fire. Crazy. Uh, Aaron does deserve a trophy. Um, he did deserve a trophy. At some he point. did. I mean, he's not going to do it again. He says he's going to try the three-point contest now. Who? Is it, that's what he said, Aaron. right? He said, nah, nah, nah. Skills challenge. Skills challenge. Skills challenge. Come on. He didn't three say point that. Three-point contest is Come different on, now. Come on, man. Um, I saw that they're doing the four-point. Yeah. Uh, that we need was to get you back in the mix, they, my G. Get you back in the mix. Next year. Next year. Yeah, I like the Cabo. I like to take my time away, see my brother play, you know. Yeah, no, it sounds like a great vacation to me. So next year, you know, we get a chance, hopefully, I'll shoot better. And, mm -hmm. you know, we'll be here in the Lakers, we'll be here in L.A. again, and we'll be continue to win. They should have had KCP in it again. I'm, I'm upset that they didn't yep. have my guy in it. Um, but hopefully we'll have a Laker in there next year doing every challenge. We've got a skills mm. challenge. We had Dwight in the dunk contest, who I think did very well. Yeah, so he didn't get a lot of credit for his one, that one 360. <coughs> yeah, that, yeah was, that was a lot better dope. than that was dope. Yeah. Honor Kobe. Um, so he did well. Too. So we need a guy in the dunk contest. We need a guy in the skills challenge, yeah. three-point contest. And a couple all-stars. And not just two. We'll probably hopefully get a third in next year. It'll be nice. So we have the slam dunk controversy. Okay. In another sport, Danny. Yes. And Jared, I've seen that yes. you're very adamant about this. There's been a controversy in the Major League I've Baseball. Heard. I've heard. I haven't mm. followed closely, but I've heard. Jared. Crazy. Can you, um... It's crazy. Do you, do you, want, do you, want, full, we, do you want full details? We've discussed. I do want full details, and we've discussed this in the locker room. I've gotten the details. I don't know what the date details are. 
Maybe you guys can break him down yeah, to me. We've been Le- discussing the locker room. He's giving me his <clears throat> I mean, his LeBron even broke it down. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely extreme. Like, it was a player-driven scheme where they got the video monitor back, relaying him the message where they know what pitch is coming. They're using whistling, hitting the trash can, and they're knowing it right before the pitcher pitches, only at home. And so, obviously, we're not – you know, we don't, we're not in the Major League Baseball. I grew up playing baseball like most kids did, especially during my time. And so sign stealing has been a part of the game for years. You go, you get to second base, you look at the catcher, yeah. you see what they're doing, you, re, you relay it to everybody, and you try to get advantage. But this technology, and I've heard the Yankees. But usually the sign stealing is happening during, like, scouting. It's like, happening during the game. So that's, like, when, that's when it happened now. But before, you said when sign stealing. Was, I'm saying, but no, before it's like how, how in basketball we're playing. So and you they, know they're playing. They, they, they call And now you know it. Yeah. Well, it, that's how it was now. Now, this new, it, it basically, there's, they had a camera implemented in the center field to see the exact signs they're doing it. While no one's on base, then they have a center in a room Relaying it to the batters. Now the bat. Now the people in the dugout are hitting a trash can <laughs> to know wild. exactly what pitch is coming, depending on how many hits of a trash can. And it's it's crazy because these guys' averages at home compared to the road. And now we have certain players right. Oh, he didn't use it, but maybe the the five other guys before him used it. And Do so they have home field. They have home field events. They had home yeah. field. They're the best team. So they won the World Series. They won the World Series often. So robbed the Dodgers. Robbed it. And so I know they won, but I didn't know that. I so wasn't now, sure they had home. Now field. all these players are coming out saying, yo, they cheated this and this. And the owner, I mean the owner of the commissioner is basically saying, hey, you know, it's it's you know, it's never been done before. It's it's unprecedented. So what should we do? Like, you're the commissioner. Vacate that mug. So take, uh, take away the MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't they Banner take away, for the postseason? Don't they take away banners like Final Four college? Didn't they? Take ba- away? College would do it. College yeah. would take a Heisman. I wish they would take my Heisman. Yeah, <laughs> me, me getting some cash. They yeah, that, right. Then they take the Fab Five. Didn't yeah, they, they? Yeah, they, they, no, they. College were doing a heartbeat. Yep. Did you know baseball has their the way the you know the unwritten rules stuff like that and and he really messed up because he basically get, granted them immunity so if the players started snitching on each other and after that no one could be suspended but because of that the GM and the uh, manager, manager mm-hmm. got fired and then you know one of the players Beltran who was a player for them became a manager of the Mets he got fired and so players are just mad that there's basically been no ramifications for it. Yeah, it's it's a tough situation. Yeah, wait, till, wait till those hundred mile an hour fastballs come at the back of their they heads. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Okay, wait, 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 wait till that happens. Yeah, that's when it's gonna get out of control. Yeah, okay. That's when it's gonna get out yeah, of that control. Yeah, that first that first regular season game. Wait till p- spring training. Yeah, come it's on. It's gonna get. Yeah, it's gonna get. It could get nasty. Um, it's unfortunate. And if you think about it too, so I was in Philadelphia mm-hmm. when uh, you guys played this, the Seventy Sixers, mm-hmm. and I saw Joe Girardi who was the manager of the Yankees and could very well still be the manager of the Yankees could today be. if they had beaten the Astros sure. in the ALCS. Now he's coaching or managing the Philadelphia Phillies when he could have still been the manager for his home te- for the team that he played for. Careers could have changed. If the Yankees go and they win the World Series, certain players get paid more money. Vice versa, people keep their jobs, people get promotions. Maybe a bench coach becomes a manager. You know how it works. Careers are changing. We don't know exactly what would happen. What we do know is this was the only team at this time that had an unfair advantage. And because of that, they won. Now, could they have won without it? We don't know. So, but because we know the facts of it happened, and there's been no real punishment, they get their they get their playoff bonuses, they get to keep mm. the trophy, they get the rings. Yeah, they get embarrassment for sure. But let's be honest: in 10, 15 years ago, m- maybe one of the two stars you remember, you ain't gonna remember the other 14 yeah. players. You're not gonna, you're not gonna remember that. 
And a guy, you're not going to remember the guy who got possibly demoted or kicked off the team because he gave up a home run or something along those likes. Or, or from the opposing team. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, let's switch back to basketball now. Here we go. <laughs> so, I, and LeBron has been vocal about this Astros controversy. And, but, yep. Jared, LeBron's also referred to you as one of his favorite teammates of all time. <laughs> so what are you doing behind this? Yeah, what are you doing behind <laughs> the scenes? Are you, like... Another secure, what's going on well, here? That's well, we're both get the same you. age. Okay. 34, 35. Mm -hmm. uh, similar situations, married with kids. He's got, obviously, three kids. I have three kids. He's a little bit older. So when it comes to a similar background, I played against her for a long time. But when it comes to dinners, when it comes to conversations, you know, the, the Nike people are around. I, like, I'm interested in media with you guys. I'm interested in the business of Nike, how, they go, how you questions and how you carry yourself. It's, I mean, Le LeBron's just like us. <laughs> I mean, like, sure. he's no different, bro. He, he's a cool dude. He cracks jokes. He drinks wine, <laughs> has a good time. And so we treat him that way. We don't treat him any different. We clown him. He clowns us. For we sure. move on. And so for me, it's just, it's just when you're someone on that level with the Jay-Z, the Obamas, you just want someone that's a regular around you and have a good time. And so for me, I mean, we like to have, we just have a good time. He plays cards. I play cards. So he owes me money. I owe him money. <laughs> don't so let him downplay it, though. Yeah. Does is the ultimate teammate. Oh, on for and sure. off, on oh, and for off sure. the court. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a great locker room guy. Uh, great energy, brings it professional, always professional. Um, I said, but has a good time and knows how to ha have his like have his teammates back on the court, off the court as well. Make sure everybody's together. Make sure he's kind of the glue, uh, and making sure everybody, even when on vacation, yo, let me see how y'all living. Let's yep. see, the, let's see the pictures. Let's see, <laughs> let's see videos. Let me see your view. Uh, you know, your mm -hmm. balcony, wherever you're at. See what your feet. You know, kick your feet up. Let me see. So he's making Relax, sure everybody's yeah. together. Yeah. Make sure everybody's on the same page. We're doing this team thing. And he makes it so that's why LeBron doesn't have to do all the organizing. Mm. And he's, you know, and he does has a lot of connects too. So a lot of times sure. does is handling that stuff that LeBron doesn't have to do yep. and makes it easier for LeBron. So, you know, that, that's why you know, he's everybody's favorite. Team. We all have a role in this team. <laughs> we all can't play 30 minutes. I didn't, you saw the Kobe highlights. I'm guarding him. <laughs> I'm like, I for 35. And that's what fans don't realize. There's a reason why I've been in the business 13 years. I'm going to play a couple more years because everyone, Danny Green, clutch shots. And for me, it's, hey, how to when to stay ready? Hey, maybe I have to get Kuzma to play better. How are we, we gonna need Kuzma to pick it up? Maybe I can help the relationship between him and Rondo. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis, I need you to be take it to the next level. Like, hey, how can we get, you know, because we're getting ready to pick it up another notch. Mm -hmm. We've been playing first in the West off natural talent. We ain't really locked in, locked in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's, there's three, four stages of a season. You have to get to know you stage. Mm -hmm. And when we got to know each other, we just came out. The hot new girlfriend, <laughs> the new ride. We, we came out there killing everybody, right? And then now we, we hit a little adversity that month. We lost four in a row. And the good thing about our team, never panicked. Never got too high, never got too low. And then now we're in that little third stage before the playoffs. Like, hey, it's time to set the tone because once we get to the playoffs, we don't need to pick it up again. We're already at that level. And so it's guys like myself, it's guys like Avery Bradley, Rondo, Danny Green, where the captains behind the captains. Mm. That, hey, that we're serving the everyday basis. So guys like LeBron AD, they lock in because we're going to need you to play 45 minutes and <laughs> all those numbers. <laughs> uh, speaking of being a good teammate, yeah. I heard about the gift that you got Danny for. What, what is it called? <laughs> yeah, Christmas. Secret Santa. Can you, Secret let, them, Santa. Can you let them know what – I don't because I don't know if we talked about it on the show. For one, it's – We talked about it briefly. Did, did we? we? It's, he wasn't here, but we did. It's so it. tough to find an NBA player a gift. These rich guys have everything, right? Let's be <laughs> honest. And so for Danny – 
I didn't even, you know, trying to get to know Danny Richards in December. I just know that he lives in Manhattan Beach or around that area, that whole coast area, mm -hmm. and that he, him and his girlfriend are obviously close at that time. <laughs> and so I bought them a little tandem bike, <laughs> lime green, where you see him cruising, <laughs> going to the Grand. What is it, what's it called? The Strand. My fault, the Strand. Yeah. Say what's up to him. And it's something that, hey, I mean, I think we had a, a budget of $500. I think it was $700. Yeah, $500. $500. Uh, I heard it was violated. Minimum. I heard it was, was it violated? The $500 know. mark? No, because no. I, 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 I got, got him a helmet. I got him two helmets. Oh, I got, got him a little lock. But, uh, <laughs> case, and, uh, and it was green, mind you. At this point, he had never seen my car at this point. He recently just seen my just car, seen car like a week ago. How you feel about like, his damn, car? Damn, we got to change it. We got to change We got to change it. But I, I can't even lie. Like, listen, people probably mad at me. I don't even have a car. Like, I had my range. It's been in the shop. It's been, I, I Uber. I Ubered here. Mm -hmm. My Uber ratings should be crazy right now. The way sometimes I Uber. Yeah. What did you get? What did I got? Uh, what's it called? The rookie? Tell him, tell him, Adam. Tell him, Give me a Palms Angels, hunted holes, the, the chain fashion, pants. fashion statement. He got them mm, pants with the, like, the loops on them. He and like me, a. He's trying to make me 19. It looked like. <laughs> he gonna rock it. It no. looked like suspenders mixed with something. It had a bunch uh, of straps on it and size stuff. Size waist. Huh? Size waist. 36. Ah, you want them? You want them? I'll sit there. <laughs> <laughs> work about them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being LeBron's teammate. Yep. Um, one of the things that you did do, and I'm wondering if he ever talked to you about this, because you referenced the playoffs. Okay. Uh, you got a little controversy with Mr. Ben Simmons in the playoffs mm -hmm. last year. LeBron never say anything about LeBron talking to his little mentee? Ne LeBron, nah, to be honest with you, like, you know, LeBron has his guys he's cool with, but LeBron knows a certain player, you have to do certain things for your team. And so for me in that time, and so it's so funny, I kind of go back. When LeBron was doing Space Jam, he used to have this court where he, they, they, Nike or the, the, the company built it so he could work out at 6 in the morning and play. And so literally after the playoffs, we're there at 6 in the morning playing. It's me and the Lakers. We had our five guys. And we're playing against Draymond, DeRozan, all the different players. And Ben Simmons was one of them. And so Ben Simmons came up to me. We dapped up because we're, players are cool, but there's a certain intensity you have to play with. And so we were going to – we're the underdog in that series. And so for me, it was a certain intensity of going at not only him, but Joel Embiid, of showing these young guys – Hey, this is how you have to play to be able to beat a team that has more talent, that is, is better than you, that have home court advantage. And so the Ben Simmons was, I know people look at it being disrespectful. It was really complimenting him in his game. He's elite. He's probably top five best transition player. He beat us. He, he killed us this year in transition. Mm. But when I got him in the half court, and the numbers will tell you, he shoots a terrible percentage versus me. Because for one, you're not going to overpower me. I'm a smart defender. If he could shoot the ball elite, then obviously I would have to play tight. I can back up, use angles. And so uh, it, it was funny. But no, <laughs> Bron, no, Bron keeps it. No, he didn't really get on me and stuff like that because um, I thought it was a lot of truth in what I said. I could have gone about it a different way, but forget and, it. And he knows the stakes at hand. He knows yeah. the playoff. It's a, we're, at the end of the day, we're cool, but it's a, we're competing. Mm -hmm. And guys will do anything they need to do to win most of the time besides cheating. <laughs> Yes. Uh, but we're going to find an edge, man. And then we have to mentally, sometimes you have to mentally get into somebody's head or mentally mess with them, uh, talk a little trash here and there. But, and, and they all respect that. And ben respects that. He knows. Um, you know, he's an Australian guy. You know, they kind of, they're a little chippy at times. They'll give you a, For sure. He definitely so chippy. He, he's, right. you know, they're chippy. But he, he knows. And that's how they, and that's how we play. And in playoff time, they know when it comes down to it, you got to, you got to do whatever it takes, man. Mm -hmm. Nobody's mm -hmm. knocking that. And people respect it more so than anything because you don't see that as much anymore. No. You know, old school guys used to talk trash all the time, you know, get physical. Now you can barely touch people. You can't get physical. Talk trash anymore. You get in trouble. Plus, I, I, um, I don't care about a fine. I don't care about it. So, 
You don't care about the fine. People fine. respect that when you actually when you're not back, back, backing down nobody and you actually yeah. step up to, mm -hmm. to the challenge and talk trash and and you know people are scared to wake the sleeping bear, poke mm -hmm. the bear. But you know sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need that edge or you need that, that trash talk. Get yourself going. Get your team going. Do you remember Danny? Uh, Jared had a little outburst this year. Do you remember I that? I do outburst. remember. Do you I want, do you want a visual recollection yes, of that? Yes, I do. Because it was a it was a long time ago. I wouldn't say it was outburst. It was more yeah. you know protecting the team, protecting the teammates. And Dwight's the extra push. See the extra yeah. push. Nah. Dwight's, yeah, he didn't know the I'm, extra I'm push. I'm gonna push the pile. Yeah. No, I'm gonna push the pile. And you know, Dwight, Dwight's chippy too at times. You know, Dwight, Dwight's gonna give a guy extra, you know, like See, bump, get off me. Because mind you, if you rewind it, if you break it down and stuff like that, even though you guys can't, mm -hmm. and you first happened, I wasn't mad that when Dwight pushed one guy and mm -hmm. the guy pushed Dwight back. That's fine. It's when the third guy who wasn't even involved he comes, comes in. and pushes Dwight in the back, and that's when I say, listen here. Yeah. Now, if you did ask me if I was if I was gonna get fined twenty thirty thousand, if I would have done it again, I probably would have done it a, a weaker push. <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> for one, that should have just been a, 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 a technical foul on both on both players, and you move on. Right there, look at so the other guy comes at twenty five. Boom! Were they fined? That's the one dude. What yeah, did they yeah, find yeah, you for yeah. that? Huh? What is I, think, it? I think I got fined. I think it was twenty five, thirty thousand. Really? What it was? It was no like, way. Yeah. And so I got thrown out. He got thrown out. And then next for time that, we that's ridiculous. for that. Look at no one happened. The ref, look at the ref trying to wake it. For that. For that. Come on that's now. Un... I know I make a lot of money, but not that much. Come on. <laughs> that's hey. crazy. And so next time we play him in Orlando, the guy said, what's up to me? Yeah. <laughs> Mind no you, said, they're always messing with Dwight, man. Dwight always gets yeah. short on the stick. People, they get a, they allow him to not play physical himself, but people yeah. play more physical with against him. Mm -hmm. People are always banging, smack, holding and grabbing him. And he gets frustrated. So he's, you know, he's always ready to. But no that's for 25, 30. Mind you, he recently just got a fine, yes. which was kind of. Kind of, but for us going forward, that I mean, it's not gonna be the norm, but we're gonna have to be physical. When the playoffs happen, when we're more talented, when guys are thinking we're soft or thinking that, hey, what's the way you can beat the Lakers? One way uh, people might think is let's get physical, let's try to get them out their game, and so we don't need LeBron, AD having to do that. It's gonna take other certain guys. Now it's gotta be within the rules of the game. You got to be smart. You don't get thrown out, and th th they're looking at it. But we're not going to let guys push and hammer guys just for no reason, especially if I'm on the court. For the record, there is a video on YouTube that says, I, I was looking at it this morning, mm -hmm. Jared Dudley starting fights for no reason. It's like a <laughs> compilation. Of and if you look at I, I see the two. I done seen it, too. They're all, they're all, there's all a reason. And if you look at it, go to YouTube right now. It's all getting my teammates' backs. All of them. I can name them all out from Tyler Eulis and, and when I yep. played for Phoenix. And all, all of them. The guy done hit him. Or if it was Marquise Chris in Utah yep. knocking him down. Nah, listen. Here, hey, I'm not going to start it. But I'm going to finish it. Uh, now let's get to uh, some more of the juicy stuff. Hot you, topics. You mentioned uh, teams being physical with teams. And yeah. You mentioned buyout candidate earlier, Danny. Or, yeah. Uh, so a person who just recently signed to the Clippers, Reggie Jackson. Mm -hmm. Clippers added another playmaker to their roster. I watched your media day interview, mm -hmm. and you mentioned that playmaking might be one of the shortcomings of this team, of this current roster. I mean, you said no roster is going to be perfect this right. year. But, you know, that's one of the things that you identified. Uh on paper, consensus among most people who watch the, the sport that I think you guys would respect their opinions. They say that the Clippers are a better roster on paper. I would say when you say maybe more talented from top to bottom, when I say better is because the one thing that people have to realize in basketball is it's about a player could be better than one person, but he might not fit with that team. 
So that's why I told you chemistry, how to gel, knowing your role. Well, if you, if you, that's why back in the day when the Lakers lost, when they had, remember, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, they were a good team, right? But it was the more team of the Detroit Pistons at the time who might have had less Hall of Famers. They played better together. And so, you know, obviously we'll find out how good that team is, how well they play. But there's a reason why we're number one in the West. There's a reason why, and we haven't even reached our peak. We still haven't. There's certain games that we've lost. When we've lost to the Clippers, when we've lost to Boston. And so there's another gear for us to get to. And that gear is, hey, how do we get Kuzma to play even better off the bench? Because he's key for us. And so when he starts, he's phenomenal. And our second unit, we've struggled. Hey, how can we get these guys like Dwight not in foul trouble, Rondo on a consistent coming at you? Because when Rondo scores, I told him the stat the other day, 10 points with 13 and 1. Mm-hmm. So that means Rondo, shoot the ball. <laughs> we need that. We need him to be a scorer. And so he it's evolving. And so we got 25, 30 games where, hey, yeah, we're number one right now, but we can get better. So yeah, these buyouts are going to the Clippers going here. But look, listen, we've been here for nine months. What's changed? First place chemistry for us is, hey, let's take it to another game. Caruso plus 23 versus Denver gets his, gets his time, locks up, makes the right play. And when you have two of the top five best players in the world, Everyone, do your role. Do what you, don't do too much. Do what you can do, what you're supposed to do, and we're going to be fine. Danny, I'm sure you hear all the, the, mm-hmm. the conversation in the league throughout, especially with the Reggie Jackson pickup, the market, the Marcus Morris pickup for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's not just the Clippers, but it's the league in general. The Rockets upgraded their small ball uh, attack or their, their theory on using small ball. How do you – what do you see the team, your team, the Lakers doing the second half of the season? Obviously I know you guys are going to ramp it up and how what you guys are going to do is going to be a problem for the rest of the league? Um, like Jared said, I have to reiterate, I think it's just guys more locking in and focusing on being better in their roles. And I think it's also, you know, the coaches, obviously, it, the regular season and playoff time is very different. When you're sure. getting close to playoff time, you're going to start playing guys in the minutes that they're probably going to play in playoffs or rotations that's probably going to play in playoffs. So it's easier for us to know where we're going to be, when we're going to be, and what groups we're going to be in, and what you know we need from each other in those rotations, in those roles. Um, so regular season, it's a little different, especially when we're so deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once that starts tightening up with that, then we can tighten up easier with, with ourselves individually and, and as a group. And so I think we have all the pieces we need. And he said, I didn't know he predicted playmaking as being one of the early in the season, that yeah. early, because I thought we had plenty of guys that could make plays. Um, but it just said have to be consistent with it. And I think we just need Doe to be more aggressive, like you said, uh, AC to do what he does. Um, but night in, night out, we don't know who's playing where it went because certain nights, first quarter, AB might be hot. We're playing the whole first quarter. Then right. somebody's mm-hmm. minutes might be thrown off a little bit. Uh, you know, KCP, you know, might be playing well or might be struggling or AC. Uh, might be struggling, so we don't know. Or Doe might get in foul trouble. Or two Dwight. fouls. Or Dwight was or Dwight really good and in Javel, general. Yeah. Dwight was really good, and then we need to play, start him in the second half because he's killing him inside. Um, so it's going game to game. Um, but so when you tighten that up and the coaches tighten up what they want from us, need for us, and the rotations of where we're going to be, probably playing AD at the five more. <clears throat> we, we know we're going to see that much uh, more in the playoffs and closer down the stretch of the season. Um, I think our adjustment, especially to the small ball thing with Houston, mm-hmm. um, I think they, they played very well the, the game against us. Um, but do I think in a seven-game series, I think that we probably attack each team. We have enough to attack teams differently. We'll attack that team. We can go bigger with that team and, and probably win, but we also can go smaller and, and use our speed as well. Um, certain teams, we can use our speed. Certain teams, we can use our size. Um, I think we'll probably use our size more. I don't think we took advantage of that as much as we should have. 
uh, against Houston, but I mean, that's for the coaches. That's that's why I don't get paid the big bucks. That's, that's above Heck my yeah, pay. We got options. <laughs> yeah, we got options. But it's above my pay grade. I don't make those decisions. The coaches will figure that out, and I'm sure we'll, that we'll be ready and prepared for us to attack any team, um, whatever we need, because we have many different styles that we can play with the, with the group that we have. Danny, you referenced small ball. Yeah. Uh, Jared, you said that you know you wanted to take Kyle under your wings, um, being here. How would you evaluate where he's? progress where do you want to see them continue to improve because you're on Twitter you yeah. see the wavering between Lakers fans and, and his performance well I think you gotta realize this though too if you look at all teams LeBron has been on when he's teamed with another superstar D Wade Kyrie the third person it takes a while now the difference of those other two people Bosch and Kevin Love is they're starting when Kyle Kuzma starts he's averaging like 23 points his field goal percentage is up. His three-point percentage is up. Because for one, you get more options. You get more minutes. You're more in the flow. He's playing behind Anthony Davis. So then now you're limited on sometimes he plays him at the three. Sometimes we go small ball. But it's never, like as Danny said, a consistent flow. Because let's say Anthony Davis plays 12 minutes and has 12 points. It's hard to get in that flow. And we're throwing the ball to him in the post. He demands a double. So for what Kyle has done Tremendously, the last, if you look, if anybody watch this film, the last 10 games, his rebounding is up almost double. He is crashing the boards, he's rebounding it, he's done playmaking. He's actually playmaking a lot better than he was. Now he's turning the ball over a little bit more, but it's a give or take on, hey, we want to. Improve this before the playoffs is 25 games. Defensively, he's been so much better. Mm. We, did, we didn't get Westbrook, Westbrook, not at home, but on the road when we played at. The, he's been huge. And so for someone like that who's now, yes, third option, uh, one of our most talented young guys, and now you're coming off the bench with a team where, hey, let's be honest, last year when they played with young guys, it's bad basketball. When you're young, I played on a lot of young teams. You don't play the right way. We play the right way. So he might not get a shot for five, six minutes because the ball's been moving. We've been in transition. So for him is keep with the film, keep your high energy, keep making the right shots because maybe you only average 12 points this year instead of 17, but we win the championship. You're gonna get paid the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. It's not about the these points per game. Let it to be those guys who are doing the rookie and sophomore games. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be home April 13th, <laughs> back where they're from. We we have bigger aspirations, and so for him, it's hey, you're young to be able to win a championship. This have a chance to be able to win it. It's once in a lifetime, man. I was speaking with uh, Jackie McMillan of ESPN when mm -hmm. I was in all at All Star, and she talked about Rondo, another guy who's mm -hmm. very much trending on Lakers Twitter. Yes. Um, and you said you wanted him to be more aggressive, Danny. You've mentioned that as well. Mm -hmm. How the conversations go with him at, again, it's the second half of the season. You're still first, the first seed in the West. But I would be uh, remiss to not say almost every Laker fan wants more from Rondo. If Rondo, because it seems as if Rondo is the guy as the another playmaking option. For sure. No, I, I think it's understandable. I think it's crazy that Rondo, I'm one, of the, I'm one of the most closest person to Rondo. It's funny because he's my gambling guy. He's going to hang out with. He's quiet, but he's not quiet. <coughs> this guy, between him and Cousins, they got the, that's one of the most hidden relationships. It's hilarious, them two going at each other. I would say the thing about Rondo is he's so smart, so intelligent, can do his own thing and be such a high success is what he has to realize, and he has realized because he does it at spots, is, hey, the game has changed. We need you to score more to open it up for others. Even if it's not your passing, your threat of shooting. I don't care if you go one for four from three. If you're open, you have to shoot it because it opens them. And that, he, mm -hmm. he saw that one game, he hit four or five threes, yep. and we went Sons. crazy. That's for one. And then, yes, he's our second best playmaker with the ball. And so we want him to get into it. But 
if he shoots the ball more, it opens up a more of a natural playmaking. We don't want to be over-dribbling, holding the ball, and he's had that freedom his whole career. It's just different. So I could see that, you know, you look at him, but how I look at it is, hey, look, let it be through the flow of the offense. Let it be through it. And the thing about Rondo is his defense is so good when he's locked in that it opens up us getting out in transition more, which when we're out in transition, yep. we're almost unguardable. And so we need Rondo to win the championship. We need him to play at a high level. We need Dwight Howard to play at a high level. We need we already know what LeBron and AD is going to do. It's our role players or certain things. Is, and I always say, don't do more. Do exactly what you're supposed to do. That's a, you could put that on right. a, a T-shirt. Right. And like we that. talked. Yeah. The, 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 the conversation I'm having with you, me and Rondo talked about this, hey, about us picking it up, us being more locked in, guys knowing the plays better. Like we, These are conversations we have, and we're just diving with you guys, but this is what captains, like, hey, how, how, do, we, how, how do we get to the next level? How do, we be, when do, how do we win the championship? And so the great teams think about this on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. No, this, this is great. This yeah. is a sign of a team that's mature. For sure. You can confront, as we used to talk about this last year, Danny, the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so when you can confront it... Uh... Well, when you have captains behind the captains, it makes mm-hmm. it easier, too. Mm-hmm. You have so many guys with veteran experience, uh, playoff experience, finals experience, and everybody. it makes it easy for everybody on the same page. You don't have to... We don't have a bunch of young guys where you have to try to teach them and groom them. We have very few, but everybody else knows what's at stake. No, it's, uh, no, it's exciting to see. Lakers fans are, should be excited for the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. Dan, you have anything else? Huh? No, that's about it. Hey. About it, man. Okay. No, it. no, did so. Jared gave us his time yes. here today, and I very much appreciate it. Yes. Did you bring do. any packages for him? Did I bring any? I did not bring any packages for him. I should have. I was gonna make a reference to his T-shirt, but it's probably not gonna make. It <laughs> I was going. I should have. But um, yeah, recently, do it? I, recently, it? I recently got a new sponsor, and they've been great to me. Okay. They sent okay. me some, and I'll be sure to try to get everybody on the team a kit to make sure that they are uh, grooming I, their bodies the right some, way. I thought they need some. Oh, uh, and they're manscaping. I thought they need some Jordan 3 Carolina edition <laughs> or something, man. I, I, I haven't that. got no he ain't got those. He's, he's Puma. He's Puma. We can still get it for me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on. Once again, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in Inside the Green Room with Danny Green. That's Jared Dudley, Lakers number one in the West, and hopefully for the rest of the season. Thanks for tuning in.